Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Spend some time in the country. Live from Ontario and heard around the world. Welcome to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Joining me on the show now is Ryan Brochier, and he has a great EP out now called Paint It Red, featuring Spin Me, and I Think She Wants Me, and some other great songs, including a wonderful ballad called A Love Song. We'll talk about all that and more. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. It's great to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, let's talk about the EP. Of course, it's called Paint It Red, and this represents a lot of your uh, time and effort and songwriting towards this album. How do you feel about having it out there for your fans to listen to? Well, this one in particular, just really excited to have out for the fans to listen to because the fans actually helped to create it. Uh, We funded this through Kickstarter, and uh, my fans raised over $20,000 to pay for the production and everything you're hearing on this album, and it was a special one to uh, share in the the creation of it and then to finally have it in their hands and say, hey, this is what your hard-earned money went to. This is what our efforts came to. Thanks so much. Check this out. It was just an exciting process from start to finish. That does sound great, and to have their input, and they're actually putting money into it so they have a stake in it. Uh, I think it's wonderful that uh, how that came together. Now, you were born and raised on a farm in Oxford, Ohio. Did that contribute to your musical style or musical interest uh, as you were growing up, Ryan? Absolutely. I, I grew up on a small farm, and you know, we had all the different animals that, on the farm when you know, when I was younger, I, I was in 4-H and I uh, showed horses and uh, cattle and uh, I barrel raced horses. And so kind of grew up in a country lifestyle and mm-hmm. being from a small town, you know, the small town influence uh, kind of uh, seeped into me, you know, at an early age and being able to kind of like <laughs> know how frustrating it can be for you to go out on Friday night and think you're uh, getting away with something, and by Sunday morning, that story has made it back to your mother, and she's asking you what you were doing in that particular instance. But uh, right. but yeah, I, I believe that my raising uh, really contributed strongly to me uh, falling in love with country music. And who are some of the artists that uh, helped you to fall in love with country music as you were growing up? Uh, I'm sure there were some a, a couple of classic artists uh, among in that list. Yeah, I I kind of uh, early on fell in love with the song. So there was uh, an artist like Merle Haggard 
were a huge influence on me and George Strait. But I think the artist that caught my ear the most and made me actually want to do country music and, and be make it be part of my living was Garth Brooks. I, I uh, mm. heard Friends in Low Places and I saw him perform uh, on an, on TV and I was just mesmerized. I just was the energy and and the it just looked like so much fun and and it's uh, became what something I wanted to do and and so I think those three artists were the huge influences on my career. I remember, of course, Garth Brooks when uh, his his climb to fame back in the late '80s, early '90s, and NBC had his concerts on television and people were seeing you know especially ones who hadn't followed him up to that point tuning in and seeing who is this country guy doing a rock and roll concert. He was all over the stage, uh, lights. It was just really unheard of in country music and made a big impression on not only fans, but artists like yourself. Yeah, it was, it was awesome to see just, uh, like you said, all over stage. And, you know, I I know he kind of fashioned his show a little after Chris Ledoux and, uh, you know, he was a big fan of rock and roll artists like Kiss. So, I mean, he was, he was doing a rock concert country style, and, and, and that, that really hit a chord with me. Mm-hmm. And along with sort of those rock and roll antics and uh, Friends in Low Places, that sound of country, he, he had those great songs that came into our lives and became almost life-affirming songs like The Dance, uh, The River, If Tomorrow Never Comes, you know, for relationships. He really had songs that really spoke to us and uh, we took into our hearts. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, I I paid attention to every word of every one of those songs and many of those songs I learned and played and performed and, you know, just uh, the hit after hit after hit streak that he was on and just just changing the way people, the world viewed country music. And, uh, you know, that was something that uh, I'll, I'll always remember and, and uh, it stuck with me. Now, at what point, Ryan, did you make the move to Nashville? Well, my first move to Nashville was in 2000. I, I uh, uh, moved down, gave it a shot, and uh, a friend of mine was already uh, down here and playing lead guitar for Chris Cagle at the time, and he talked me into coming down. And that friend uh, became my producer. His name's Daniel Agee. And uh, he spent eight years on the road with Joe Nichols playing guitar for him. And he's now since retired from the road to just be a producer and writer. Uh, And so very delighted uh, in how that all came together. I, I, my early part of Nashville was a back and forth affair. You know, it was uh, a year on a year off and I kind of went broke, bankrupt, uh, all kinds of good things that you can write country songs about and had a rough time and, kind of quote unquote gave up, but, uh, I married a, I met a woman in, in 2004 and ended up marrying her. And, uh, she, uh, her name's Amy. She came to me and she said, you know, you're just too good to give this up and encouraged me. And we, we wrote an album together, my first album self-titled and, uh, she helped co-write six out of 10 songs with me. And, uh, the music was really good. We were real excited about it. And so, we said we needed to move back and, and keep trying and pushing, and that's what we're doing now. 
That's amazing. It's great to hear the perseverance and uh, that you're back at it and have stayed back at it. I mean, the album is wonderful to listen to. We're going to get to a couple of songs from it. One of the songs that stood out because it was a ballad, and like many country listeners, I love a good ballad. I could tell this was coming from a real place. It was so heartfelt. Uh, the song, A Love Song. T- tell me a bit about that one. This song is very deeply personal. Uh, it was written for my wife. And about that subject matter I mentioned, uh, the uh, first verse was given to her for a Valentine's Day gift, but I had no idea how to finish the song. And it took another year and a half to two years to actually finish the song. But it kind of talks about our journey together in country music. And, uh, you know, I've been writing about every everything you can think of from, you know, tough times to good times and but I couldn't get deep down in my heart and write the the love song that I wanted to write. And it slowly but surely it came to me from the heart deep down and I was able to finish it. And when I played it for my producer, he was like, man, that song is perfect. I want to do it very simply with a simple production and, you know, there were times when I was recording it that I got tears in my eyes just because it was just so real and felt, you know, so real. And uh, very proud of that song. I, I thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's beautiful. Uh, and that's what country music does so well, right? Again, it's those ballads that uh, we listen to. And, you know, we know they're coming from a real place for the artist. And then in our lives, we find a place for them, uh, whatever the situation is, and you know the songs take on a whole new meaning. Well, that's the beautiful thing about music. You know, it can be yours. Yeah. Someone else created it from their heart, but it can reach you and your heart in a way that moves you and uh, makes you feel something. And you know, we're in a pretty cold world sometimes, and that's what music is an escape. And uh, so that's that's uh, what the beauty music is it can reach you and uh make you feel like it was written just for you absolutely that's a great way of putting it uh ryan let's turn to a song uh, from the ep the ep is called paint it red and it is available at uh, itunes and people can also check you out at ryanbrochier.com uh let's start with spin me tell me a bit about the song and then we'll play it well this song was i got to write this one with dan ag uh this one is uh, a song that i kind of he started, but it was on my mind. I wanted to write a song about a young relationship, the beginnings of a relationship. And he played the first couple parts of this, and I thought, man, this is perfect. And I, so I, uh, we finished it together. Uh, but it's a song about that feeling you get when you're first falling for somebody, and you can't get them off your mind, and uh, they kind of spin your head around. And that's what this song kind of is about, Spin Me. Let's hear the song now from Ryan Brochier. This is Spin Me on In the Country. Empty glass in an empty bed 
There's no doubt I could go out, have a hell of a time chasing other girls, but you're the only one stuck in my head. You turn me on like a radio. That's where I wanna be. Turn it up, cause baby, you spin me. And that is Ryan Brochier. The song is called Spin Me from his EP, Painted Red. And let's focus in on songwriting, Ryan. It's a big part of what you do, obviously, and these songs uh, come from your pen and from your heart. And tell me about your approach to songwriting. I know that it probably varies uh, from time to time uh, from each time you do it, but what's a typical writing session for you? Typical? I don't know if any of them are ever typical. I've I've heard about how other people write, and and I'm like, man, I wish I could just go into a room at a scheduled time and and write, you know, all the time. And and I have, um, but a lot of my songs come at inopportune times. Like it might be four in the morning, and I wake up with a line in my head, and so it's my right. duty to get up at that time and sneak out of the room and go to another room and record a melody or write down a line, and then 
once that happens, it'll start sticking in my head and it'll start growing line by line. And, uh, or sometimes I'll be driving in the truck and and it'll just, uh, something will come to me and, and I'll shut everything off and start recording. Um, but, uh, you know, I kind of try to always take whatever that idea is, whatever that is, and relate it to something that I've really been through and then expand on it from that emotion. That's great. So the, uh, it's starting from a very truthful place, and then you're, you're taking it from there and, and finishing it up? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, but some songs write themselves very quickly, <laughs> and some songs have taken right. a year or two or some songs are still sitting in my notebook just waiting to get finished. It's amazing how, you know, from artists I've talked to and, of course, stories I've heard of the classic songs out there that, or the big hits, um, the ones that are huge hits in a lot of cases were written really quickly, maybe a half an hour, an hour, and you're like, wow, you would think it would be the opposite. It might take a lot longer, but sometimes a song that takes a long time maybe is doing that because it's not flowing out naturally. I would I would agree with that. I would I would tend to say that that the ones that that flow out really naturally and kind of almost write themselves, I think they come from a more not that maybe a more honest place because you try to write always from an honest place, but they might just they flow easier because they might connect more, uh, and mm-hmm. I I could see how that would be the case. What about performing live for you, Ryan? Because, uh, of course, recording and songwriting is a big part of your career, but when you're up on stage and you're singing your originals or you're doing some covers, what is that like for you? The feeling of being on a stage and being able to perform is where that is what drives everything, being able to actually see people's faces and bring joy to them through your music. It's it's an instant give and a take, uh, and nothing replaces that rush and you know it's it's an excitement it's mm-hmm. just a deep down excitement and you lose yourself you get to lose yourself and and you're a kid again you know on on that stage just wow. cutting loose and just going and break you know just having fun and you know that's why you know when I saw Garth what I saw he was doing and that's what I try to do when I'm on a stage just have fun and it's contagious. Everyone else has a good time, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we see the uh, singer up there having a great time, makes us have a great time, makes us relax, and we get right into it. Do you, do you also like to tell stories about the songs or about your life while you're on stage to connect with the audience that way? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, you know, there'll be a couple key moments during the night where uh, I, I might describe a song and some nights I'll, it'll be different songs. It's not always the same thing. It might just be how I feel or how the, the mood feels. You know, if it's uh, you know, if I want to bring people in close and tell them about a sad song, I'm going to sing them and what it means to me. We might do that in a certain uh, night. Or it might be a night to party. And I might, uh, you know, tell a little story and, and kind of joke with everybody, see, you know, who might have some mud left on their pickup truck that's parked out in the drive and, <laughs> You know, or, uh, you know, who, where my rednecks are at tonight, you know, when I'm playing my song, Let Your Redneck Out, uh, my first right. album. But, you know, it's, you know, I try to invite them into my world and, and hang out with them on that stage and in that moment every chance that I get. 
And what about your relationship with fans when it's when you're off stage and you've got a chance to talk to them and uh, at a concert and they've or they've heard your CD, they've heard some of your songs and they they have a chance to tell you uh, what one song in particular maybe meant to them in their life. Uh, what's that moment like to connect with them that way? Well, they become my friends, and and they they you know it's it, it's a special bond that we have. You know that I get to meet you know, their kids or their mom or, you know, they'll bring a fr- their friend out and, you know, I'll get, to, you know, I'll get to watch people that, you know, might have met at one of my shows come to a show years later and be married and tell me, you know, how they met at my show. I mean, I, you know, it's, it, it, and then I get, you know, with social media, I get the opportunity to, uh, to share stories and stay in contact with them and they, they'll share their Friday night where they're drinking a beer listening to my music and and it's just exciting because it's you know it's a relationship it's not just uh, me putting stuff out uh, to uh, outer space it's somebody picking up the line on the other end and us having a conversation in music what a great feeling to have that uh, immediacy and to hear what the song has meant and it's you know you're getting that so quickly as social media allows us uh, and you, you talked there about a friday night and you've got a great song on the album this has got to be a hit song friday night in a small town uh tell me a bit about that song i wanted to, you know in my music uh, there's this kind of excitement that's in a weekend like the what's lying ahead and then and where i grew up at in oxford ohio um you would go downtown and and uh, cruise up and down High Street is what it was called, and they called it Uptown instead of Downtown in, in Oxford. Uh, but you would just kind of cruise up and down the street and see who was out, right. see what people were doing, be seen. Uh, you know, so your radio would be cranked up, your windows would be rolled down. When uh, the light turned green, uh, you would put your foot on the floor and leave a little rubber, especially if there was some you know, uh, some ladies on the sidewalk, you wanted to catch their eye. Yep. But, you know, that was kind of, you know, going out and getting, seeing what kind of trouble you can get into. Uh, I was pretty well behaved. My mom was pretty tough on me, but I still went out and tried to raise a little bit of hell. So, but you paint the town sure. red and that's kind of what the line is. That's what the album's named after. And just kind of that excitement of a Friday night. And then you, uh, you throw your, your girlfriend on the other side of that pickup truck and go see what you're going to, you know, don't make any plans to see what the night brings. And that's what this song's kind of about. I want to ask you about uh, Dream Duet Partners, and I'll give you a moment to think about that as we play a song and uh, somebody you'd love to record a song with, male, female. Let's turn to the song now, I Think She Wants Me. And this is great writing because it's very, there's a comedic touch to this, and I'll let you uh, tell me the story behind the song and a little bit about the writing. Well, I like to write with humor. I think it's it's fun, you know, and kind of making it's kind of poking fun at yourself a little bit in this song, and it's kind of that male kind of overestimation of our of our attraction kind of song. Right. You know, oh yeah, she wants me. You know, like you know, and then but this the guy and the character in this is, is a big klutz and. Partly, you know, I'm kind of that way. I didn't have a lot of game, per se, you know, when I was uh, out on the dating scene and uh, wasn't the smoothest person. So it's kind of a, a poke and fun at, you know, kind of uh, my skill, so to speak. But, um, you know, just kind of an inspiration 
I was at a gas station and, and I actually thought a girl was checking me out and, and I just got and I didn't think much about it, but I got to kind of daydreaming like while I was pumping my gas, what if you only had $20 in your pocket and you were, you know, staring at somebody and not paying attention and you over pumped and then like, <laughs> you know, so that's, that's kind of what like the first thought that came into my head. And then I just started writing about this character and, and, and uh of course it was all based around again uh the theme for the record with it being kind of small town life and uh the antics that that per- ensue as he's uh trying to get the attention of this girl let's hear the song now from my guest ryan brochier this is i think she wants me on in the country i was down at the station Pumping gas, had a $20 bill, let it roll right past. Watching the girl on number nine, truck janked up. She was looking so fine, had that red mud all over her blue jeans. I was checking her out, she called me. And I played it cool, I played it smart, poured gasoline all down the front. Left and climbed up in her truck cab. Thought as she burned out in that Chevy, I think she wants me. Driving main drag Friday night when her truck pulled beside me at that one stop line. I rev the gas. The light turned green We were neck and neck Until the Dairy Queen Caught that blue light in my rear view Well, I guess he never saw you And I played it cool I played it smart Had him in the dust All the way to Walmart He asked my name I had to laugh You waved as you flew past Thought as he ordered me out of my Chevy, I think she wants me. I could be wrong, yeah, I'm just not that smooth. If I could just get the chance to talk to you, yeah. I played a campfire song on my old guitar And there you were, across the flames And I finally caught your name As you sat down on my tailgate I thought, man, this was worth the wait I think she wants me I think she wants me Yes, you want me. Oh, come on, girl.
from his EP, Painted Red, which you'll find at iTunes. That is Ryan Brochier, and the song is I Think She Wants Me, which is a great song. I love it. And I uh, wanted to ask you about duet partners, Ryan, and it's a question I often ask because I, 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 I'm a big fan of, of country duets from Kenny and Dolly to Conway and Loretta, Tim and Faith, just the pairing of voices, or it could be Peter and Brad Paisley, a male uh, duet as well. Uh, anybody on your list of dream duets? Well, I've always been a huge fan of Leanne Womack and, and her voice, and of course, Alison Krauss. Those two uh, voices, and of course, you mentioned Brad Paisley. You know, Alison Krauss did one with uh, Brad Paisley, and yeah. uh, you know, their their voices are just so authentic and country, and just sweet and just beautiful voices. I think it would be a, a thrill to uh, record a duet with with one of those two uh, country stars. Ryan, I want to thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure to uh, chat with you and, of course, to share your songs on the show. And I wish you all the best uh, Painted Red. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate you having me. And uh, we'll hope to uh, get the chance to uh, meet up with you sometime down the road. I appreciate that, and that sounds wonderful. My guest has been a country artist, Ryan Brochier. Uh, of course, uh, head to his website, ryanbrochier.com. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.